So Alex, unlike every other podcast out there, we're not going to make a big deal of what number podcast this is. We're mature, we're adults, Jeff isn't here, and we're just not going to make fun of the fact that I guess this podcast number is I, I shares the same name as a sex position. What are you talking about? That's not what I think of when I think of the number. Me neither. I think it was a beautiful, symmetrical number. Like, I, I, love, I love how it looks. It's kind of interlocked and stuff like that. I, I get that's where the whole name comes from and shit, but... Yeah, I, you, you also think about the, you know, the concept of yin and yang. Yes, you exactly. Have, exactly. You know, balance and... Yeah, it's syncing up, and uh, it's it's one of my favorite numbers, ninety six, actually, because it's got kind of that that same kind of sort of looks like a percentage sign, a nice symmetrical feel to it overall. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who watched Avatar: The Last Airbender, it's also you know uh, reminds you of the fish, you know, the spirit, the moon spirit, and 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 the earth spirit swimming swimming together in eternal harmony. Sure, and it's a beautiful thing, you know. I didn't it's know that great. was a thing, but yeah, I'll go yes. with that. I... Yes. It's also the number you do when, when you're doing the oral. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to replace Jeff's music this week with, like, I'm going to go to Google or YouTube and type in the first, and type in the word songs to fuck to, and that'll there be the intro music this week. Whatever the fuck that is, first result, <laughs> top rate, whatever it is, whoever that's what it's going to be. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode 69. <laughs> I was going to say pause for Alex's juvenile laughter, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, yeah, sex jokes. <laughs> I, I, I had this whole plan to like do something real misogynistic and shit and be like, hottest video game characters, or who would you like to bone? But yeah, we're just not doing that because it's stupid. <laughs> We could have talked about boning, because after all, a game got released, I think, last week called uh, Dream Daddy, the dad dating simulator. Yeah, we may play that just to see how uncomfortable <laughs> I can make people. You want to fuck them dads, don't you? Ooh, yeah. daddy. That's all I'm going to say every time. I think I found who's playing this. Jim. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> Jim? <You'd have> to... <laughs> that would be great. You'd have too much fun with it. Yeah, I would. You'd be like, yeah, I like his top knot. <laughs> You just trying to hold on to while I, you know, do my business. 69! <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> this is this is what happens when you have me on the podcast later yes. 69. Yes, yes. Like, you should have known this was coming <laughs> 10 podcasts ago. Like, I think I called this out like two podcasts ago, being like, we're not doing anything special for it because we're adults. But as you may have noticed, um, I'm Charlie, he's Alex, Jeff is out this week. This podcast wasn't even going to happen this week, actually, because of a variety of reasons, but me and Alex scrambled at the last minute, and ta-da, we present to you Podcast 69, and not, and or, sorry, Wicked Awesome Cast. It's not just mm-hmm. a podcast, it's the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode yeah, and, 69. And we're, of course, we're dedicating episode 69 to Jeff, who is unfortunately no longer with us this week, because he's out doing other okay. stuff. Okay. But he this week though no longer with us seeing as jeff may or may not possess death god powers i feel that yeah it's no longer safe to make fun of him no (laughs) 
Well, he only, yeah, he knows my street name. He doesn't know my real name. He'll find you. Uh, he will, and I'm dead, but <laughs> hey. Nice while it lasted. Yeah, well, since I don't have a buffer this week, I guess I'll go first with what I've been up to. I, I played some Splatoon, played some more Destiny 2 beta, and that's about it. Uh, Splatoon 2 is more Splatoon. If you liked Splatoon 1, guess what? It's the same fucking game. It's cool, I guess. I. It looks a little nicer. It controls a little better. I still hate the motion controls for it. I wish there was a fast forward through things talking to you button or option or something because I don't really care about that game's story. I just want to do the levels and see the weird-ass bosses and then play a little bit of the multiplayer and continue to look at it and go, man, I fucking hate this multiplayer. Yeah, I uh, I heard about Splatoon. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, and it's, then I just haven't. It's selling real well. It's I don't like Splatoon. I I understand the appeal of Splatoon. It's got some cool style. <laughs> I just hate its multiplayer because it's like there's a certain level of we're rewarding you for missing. <laughs> the point of this multiplayer is to paint the fucking ground. Well, you have to be impressive to miss the ground, though. Yeah, I, I know I'm selling it short. Like, and I, I enjoyed my time with Splatoon One. I'm enjoying my time with Splatoon Two. It means my Switch has gotten used in the last month, which was not true until this game really came out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's cool. Like, if you didn't like Splatoon One, though, this game will not change your mind. Like, if, there is an argument to be made that this is almost the exact same game. Like, repackaged. Really? They haven't added anything new? Uh, there's new stuff, but like the story for the single player could not be more identical to the first one. Like it's I it it kind of feels like Splatoon 1.5 almost or something. Like it's it's really like Splatoon 1. Okay. Oh, well. I don't know, I haven't played one, but I've heard good things about it. I'm yeah, it's, really it's like fun. I'm not going to sit here and be like... Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's, I don't have anything bad to say about it, but I'm like lots of other people are like, this game is the fucking shit. I I like Splatoon 1. It's fine. I, I played a bunch of it because I think I was homesick from work one week, and that's the reason I played all the single player and even touched the multiplayer. It's like, hey, I got this game for my Switch... Uh, for, um, the Wii U at the time, I might as well play this sucker. And it's like, hey, it came out for the Switch. Eh, I guess I should play that. This is still the same thing, kind of. Looks a little better, plays a little faster. I, it's, it's nice. Like, It's another reason to appreciate owning a Switch and to make you wonder why the fuck you don't a Wii U at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm still not on the Switch train yet, but I'm... Uh... I I honestly give Nintendo some points for not just re-releasing Splatoon for the Switch. Like, there there are some improvements. There are some negatives, like the whack... Uh, the, sorry, not the whack. The lack of a uh, Wii-verse for it. Or a Mii-verse, mm -hmm. sorry. Means you don't get the cool art quite as easily, but the art's back in through other means. So, eh. I miss the Mii-verse. It was a fun, dumb thing. But well, I mean, 
I know it's nice to see that it's getting more attention than others than just Zelda. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I almost bought a Splatoon amiibo, so I shouldn't speak too much. The girl one looks pretty cool. I, I that's not fair. I love the character design for that game. Like, I think they're real cool. As someone who's like, man, I wish I had a beard of like octopus tentacles or something. That game's oh, kind of yeah. cool that way. Yeah. Yar. All that <laughs> yeah, I, what do you think? I got the idea. Like it's, it's, it's fun. It's Splatoon one point five. Like it's called Splatoon two, but it feels maybe a. They did nothing to fix my issues with Splatoon one, but at the same time, my issues with Splatoon one were this isn't a multiplayer I'm interested in. Like it's fun, and I get the appeal of it, but. It, there were too many matches. I jumped into that game having not played that much of it and just wrecked because it's like i'm good at first person shooters sort of that translates too well to this game eh destiny you're making me too good at splatoon well splatoon does have one other thing going for it apparently what uh apparently outsold breath of the wild in japan i don't know if you heard about that uh, yeah i i'm kind of i did not hear about that i'm very okay with that because I think Splatoon 2 is a better game than Breath of the Wild. Well, I know how you feel about Zelda, so like I like Zelda, I just don't like Breath of the Wild. Huh. I'd love Ocarina of Time, but Jorah's Mask is one of my favorite games Nintendo has made. Period. I just really hate Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And think that any conversation about that game that starts off with, well, if you ignore the stamina system is immediately invalid. And the fact that people spend a lot of time like, oh, you can fix the stamina system. It's like, I I, I get making it less of a hassle, but if you describe it as fixing, that's fucked. Mm. Like It's like, they start you off with, with way too little and the process to unlock more of it is, uh, again, I get it. Like, it's the, oh, you're supposed to do as many of those dungeons as possible. And, like, yada, yada, yada. I don't like the dungeons. I hate how the stamina system in that game works. And, like, it's the, that game should start you off in a way. It's like, if you never upgrade the stamina, you have enough. You can do the majority of the things. And running shouldn't take stamina. Yeah, I didn't mind. I, maybe I'm the exception because I really didn't mind it too much. I yeah, I, I guess like I did enough exploring in that game, and you're playing it on the Wii U, not the Switch, right? I'm playing on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Like it, it's the jump button, the lower. I think it's B in that case on the Wii U as well. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's something I. I just really hate that stamina system. Like, as someone who's okay with stamina systems in games, the inclusion, like, maybe it's the number of things that affected, like, maybe it was there was one too many systems stacked on top of each other. Like, okay, you gotta care about stamina. Okay. And weapon degradation. Okay. And shield degradation. Less okay. And there's actually kind of Dark Soulsian style um, combat system. And it's open world. How open world? The bad kind of open world. Uh, and it's kind of like Skyrim. That's uh, too many things I'm not okay with in one package. <laughs> like, I, 
I finally figured out kind of the correct. Imagine if Skyrim had a stamina gauge. Oh yeah, that's my issue yeah. with that game. Where it's like I gotta cross this giant ass field. Hope I can run the entire time. Oh no, I can't because every ten seconds I have to let off the run button. Yeah. Like the fact that I was online looking up how speedrunners get around the stamina gauge for moving. I'm like, this is some bullshit. Like there was a glitch where you could whistle and run at the same time that would deplete it wouldn't deplete your stamina in the time you were whistling, at least at that point in time, like it would replenish your stamina at that point. It was some weird thing. And I'm like, this makes this game fun and terrible. I'm hard on that game, partially because every review for it's like, this game is fucking amazing, and I'm like, it's a really impressive game, except for the fact that there are open-world games out there that do this exact same thing, they're just not made by Nintendo. Like, I don't think that game would have done as well as it did if it wasn't released by Nintendo, and it wasn't called Zelda. I, I, I think... A lot of people are like, oh, it's like, it's so inventive and new. Horizon Zero Dawn and Skyrim are basically this kind of the same game. Well, this is climbing. Okay, it's Shadow of the Colossus then. And none of those games <laughs> are exactly that game, but like, oh, the, the open world is so much fun. This is just Just Cause 3, but it's different because it's a Zelda game. Y yeah, it's a Zelda game. That's not really a Zelda game. It only has a few real dungeons. What has these challenge dungeons that vary wildly and how much fun they are and how much bullshit they are. Great. <laughs> hey, we got this combat challenge dungeon. Does it feel fair by providing me with weapons before I walk in? No. Well, that doesn't seem very good. I yeah, so that's the issue. It's there there are there are lots of things you can pull out of that game that are undeniably kind of shit move shit moments that people are like, oh it's fine because the overall package. I'm like, no, you have turds in the package. Like there are things you can't find the quote good part of that are part of your overall assembly at that point. You don't get to ignore those. Like, oh, there's uh -huh. this terrible stealth segment. Yeah, that stealth segment is really terrible. But the rest of the game is fine, so long as you like this, 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 ignore this, 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 this. It's like, you don't get to talk about the game ignoring the parts you don't like and not expect people to be like, hey, but what if you don't like that? Like, if they sold DLC for that game that was like, for $2, no stamina system, I would buy it. Because I want to like that game. Yeah. But the fact that you can't talk about the stamina system without talking about fixing it, it's like, that's how shitty it is. You talk about fixing it, not expanding your stamina gauge. There are other games like Shadow of the Colossus, which I love, had an almost identical system for climbing, but you started off with enough that it was still challenging, but not, it was like, oh, it's for climbing. It's your grip meter. It goes way the fuck up by the end of the game. Sorry, we're not, supposed, we're not here to talk about my beef with that game continuously and, like, and i still play it i enjoy it occasionally it's like okay. dumb stuff though where it's like i love the boomerangs in that game they're super cool except for the fact that i'm like man 
all these are going to be gone in like five minutes because I'm going to go fight some shit now. And I really like fighting with these things, but they break. Like, again, like, if that game offered, like, hey, you can, like, here are the unbreakable versions of things you get. Or, like, you can, like, sacrifice a hundred of the boomerangs to make it unbreakable, and I'd be like, fucking yes. I will go hunt those fuckers, throw all these boomerangs in this cauldron, just so I can be all, constantly. <laughs> like, I, I, I love how combat in that game feels, where you can, like, throw a boomerang at a dude, backflip, catch the boomerang, slash him some. Like backflip again, boomerang him. Like it, it adds so much to that combat that wasn't there previously that I think is cool. And then it breaks, and I'm like, well, shit, I got swords. Yay. These are boring. Like even Dark Souls doesn't dick you over that hard. It's like, hey, your weapon can break, and you can repair it. Oh, yeah. That, that's the nice thing. In, in, in Breath of yeah. the Wild, shit just disappears and it's done. Break, just shatters you know the that dust. steel weapon you were using? Yeah, it broke. Like, I can reforge it? No. <laughs> when I die, my weapons don't reforge? No! Yeah. But yeah, put a bunch of the Destiny 2 beta. We spent some time digging around in there. There was no follow-up stream because... There wasn't anything to fucking stream after we did the after did the initial stream. Like, there's not much there in that beta. Yeah. Yeah, there really isn't like anything there. I mean, there's the two uh, PvP matches. Yeah. Which, by the way, one of them I really like. Which one? The I bomb defusal one or control? <laughs> oh, you don't like Counter Strike being in your game? No, I didn't like it too much. It's it's different, so I'm kind of okay with so... it, but. Oh, that's in. I but like that's controls in. Vanilla or yeah, yeah. Destiny one. Oh god, am I gonna call van original Destiny vanilla Destiny from now on? I don't like this. I don't like Probably, this. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Revel in your elite. What will I call myself now that I'm a Destiny one closed beta act alpha? I wasn't totally sure what the fuck that thing was. Player like. What does my imaginary I got access super early on in the process translate into in Destiny 2? That beta was public at one point. All you dirty snotlings were allowed in. I had to pre-order to get access to that three days early. Well, I mean, you're finishing up the book stuff, so you'll have some way to brag. Yeah, I, I stopped doing that. It just, it was like, I don't want to play Destiny 1 anymore. Why? Because enough of this doesn't carry over to Destiny 2 for me to care about this right now. And the meta for that game is kind of fucked. And, like, everyone's a little bit like, yeah, there's not new stuff between now and Destiny 2. And, and, and nothing. Like, those people that are still playing it are super fucking hardcore into PvP or raiding and raids are great but i've done <coughs> each one of them a ton of times yeah so what have you been up to uh well i was in destiny 2 beta which was fun which we will be talking about more later that. um uh let's see a little more kingdom hearts mandy is not a fan of kingdom hearts i, I so jeff's not here to defend it so i can shit all over that game Kingdom Hearts One's kind of a bad is kind of a bad game. Yeah, like it's 
I, I mean, and I really liked it, but... There's some really um, cool stuff that goes on in that game. There is some stuff that the people that like that franchise tend to forget it's super easy to bounce off of. Like, how far has she gotten? Uh, she's still stuck on Destiny Island, so that's why I'm like, wait. So she probably had the same thing happen to me, where like you can get stuck there. It's not super clear where you're supposed to go, and you spend enough time there, it just sours the rest of the game because so much of the rest of that game is Destiny Island. Yeah, no, I. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, obviously, I'm telling her it gets better, but like, yeah. No, it's that that game does some cool stuff, like yeah. the. I, Here's the issue. People tend to remember Kingdom Hearts 2 with a lot of fondness, and the combat in Kingdom Hearts 2 is pretty good. Like That is a significant improvement on a game from Kingdom Hearts 1. Kingdom Hearts 1 had some rough-ass edges. No, it's also, like, what, almost... It's at least... A, it's like got to be almost a decade old at this point. That was a PS2 game. Mm-hmm. A, a, a lot of things have changed yeah. in how we view, how we treat games and like what's acceptable in a game of that type since then. If she keeps at it, I'll be curious what the thoughts are moving forward. I, it's, I, I think a lot of people really fondly remember Kingdom Hearts 2, which is a significant improvement of a game. But yeah, so she's not a fan of it, but we'll see how it goes. Um, what else? More WoW, more... I actually got a chance to grind out all three classes yeah. on Destiny 2, by the way, which we'll get into later on. But I, I'm, I think I'm gonna jump on the the Charlie train and pick it up for PS4. And yeah, that seems to be the safest bet. The fact they haven't even announced the um, beta for the PC yet, starting to make me a little suspicious about whether or not that October release date may um, slip a little. Hmm. But, yeah. Nothing else? No crazy adventures or anything? Um, so, more player known Battlegrounds, more, uh, wow. I'm, uh, I'm debating on trying that Shadows of Mordor, because I got it for cheap during the winter sale. It's a good game. I'm oh, sorry, the summer it's, sale? So, yeah, it's the best yeah. Assassin's Creed game ever made. Uh, but, yeah. I definitely look forward to trying it out. That's what I remember you telling yeah, me. Yeah, it's, it's what Assassin's Creed should have said. It's Assassin's Creed with Batman combat, and it's a lot of fun. Like, that that game is many... I, I'm not going to call it a good game. It's a really fun game that's good enough. It's got some glaring weaknesses, but it's a pretty cool game across the board. Ready, Ready for news? All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> There we go. Um, so, not a ton of news happened since last week. Uh, we got three things where we jump into our main topic, which will be Destiny 2. Uh, if you're not looking forward to Destiny 2 news, sorry. We're going to, uh, Jeff's not here. We're going to talk a shit ton about yeah. it for our main topic. Uh, yeah, okay. But, so first, right off the bat, um, there's some shit going down with Player Unknown Battleground. Battlegrounds, and it's yeah. over the fact that they have now announced that you'll be able to buy skins. Skins look cool in my book. They're all Battle Royale themed, which I find pretty funny in some ways. But so, but as the as the avid Battlegrounds player, go to uh, go, Alex. Okay, so 
what seems to be happening is they are going to be releasing some crates, three crates specifically. I think one of them is like an Enforcer, uh, another one's an Assassin one, and then the last one is the Gamescom Invitational. So the first two you can unlock with the BP points, I guess they call them in the game, which nobody really knows what they stand for, if it's battle points or kill yeah. points or whatever it is, right? So what's going on is there that third crate is uh unlockable by buying a key for two dollars and fifty cents so the you know so i'm kind of conflicted on this and i'll tell you why for one it is only cosmetic they have absolutely no effect on your gameplay much like buying a skin in an in a yeah. uh, moba or something along those lines purely cosmetic does not affect gameplay in any way really on the other side, this is an early access game that's already started to offer not abnormal, content. mind you. Yeah, but the thing is, they've specifically said in their FAQ a lot long time ago that they would not add any paid content like that until their game was out of early access. So therein lies the conflict because they basically have broken their word. So. For some people, that may be minor, doesn't matter, but in this case, it's like, okay, they've broken their word before, what's stopping us from just flat out not trusting them anymore? Yeah. Kind of thing. It's shitty PR. Yeah, I, I guess, like, saying. to play devil's advocate for a second, it's just skins, and maybe this is a slippery slope where it goes from just skins to just other stuff, and... I, I don't know, like, the price point seems so low for now. I don't seem to have a ton of issues with it. And, like, to be a little bit blunt, this was coming. Like, this is uh -huh. not the first early access game to, of its nature. Just like, it's, for better or worse, it's not like Ark Survival that released a full blown chunk of DLC, like paid $20 DLC. Yeah. While it was in early access still. And, I, again, we kind of talked previously about what the fuck does early access mean at this point. I think this is another pretty good example of that. Like, it's not... This isn't what early access is intended to be, but this is the world we live in now. And... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things where kind of like if we, went, if we went back and really dug into exactly what they said, they probably said there won't be DLC. And I guess in my brain, DLC is like map packs and maybe like special guns or something like that. And they're not releasing that. They're releasing skins. Like, it's not paid content. It's unlocked cosmetics, which I know is splitting hairs at that point, but... Yeah. But, I mean, like, like I said, it's the, it's the idea that, like, they said they wouldn't release something like this, and sure enough, no, now and... they've done it. So, the user base is kind of at a point where, like, well, where do we go from here? If this is how it's going to be, like, do we keep investing in this game kind of thing? Like, do people, are you going to yeah, scare I, off people? I, I think you got two like, issues going on right now. Like, that game has hit a level, uh, not to get too hyperbolic, that game's Overwatch big. That that game is, yeah. that game is a oh, major no, streaming thing. They're gearing up for a tournament of it. Like, that game has succeeded in ways I don't think it's creators even expected it to. Like, there's blowing up in early access, and then there's what that game has pulled off. 
Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I wasn't totally expecting Battlegrounds to last this long at its popularity, but it keeps increasing, and I'll happily be wrong. It's, I, I like it when a cool idea that's kind of unique feeling, and it seems to show, like, no, I care about this, takes off and does yeah. well for itself. Well, they're doing really well, and I'm kind of glad like it's doing well. No, and I guess from the devil's advocate angle, they'd be stupid not to. Like it's, it's easy to make promises of like, ah, we won't, like we won't do this, and then it's like we have, how many, how many sales do we have? Like nine million or something. It's like n- no, you need to start capitalizing on that because that's potentially nine million people that have paid for this already that will probably pay for more shit, and. Like, will you, at, at the risk of angering Reddit for a second now, Reddit isn't the overall gaming space. Like, it's just the most vocal gaming space. And, yeah, yeah you, you should be pissed that a developer said, hey, I'm not going to do this, and now they're totally doing it. But, like, honestly, do you actually care on this topic? It's just a thing. I, You know what? Like I said, I'm conflicted. Yeah. Like, I want to be upset! But at the same time, I'm not really that. Upset. Yeah, because I'm willing. Like, I know what I'm getting into. Like, I, if I'm gonna buy a skin, I'm gonna buy a fucking skin. Yeah, I have in the past, and I will in the future. No, and that's just you know? it. Like, again, it's the if this was like, hey, we're adding maps for pay, I'd be like, that fucking uh-huh. sucks. But it's like, hey, we added two dollars worth of skins. Eh, I can live with. Yeah, that. don't do it again, guys. But eh, whatever. And like, I'm I'm all for them doing their business. Yeah, that's the thing. They're not in the business of like. That's gonna sound weird, but like they're in the business as well to make money. Yes, they they are a like that's a that's a business's primary goal, and I respect that, hundred percent. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but at the same time, they need to be a little more transparent with that stuff with the users and the fan base, and be like, look, you know what? We originally set this in early access, but we'd like to put together this tournament at Gamescom, so we're kind of gonna go back on our word. I would have a lot more respect for any company that's willing to say, you know what, yeah, we said this in the past, we're going to do this differently because of this. I would happily support a company that does that, like 100%. Oh no, they could have totally handled this better, I think, but I think in the greater spectrum of developer scumbaggery, Mm -hmm. it gets a resounding eh from me. Like, it's the a game doesn't get this popular of this type without Mm -hmm. this happening. And it does seem to be intended to raise money for the tournament, which, you know, if it actually is raising money for the tournament, not just being like, oh shit, we need to buy more servers. Actually, if we need to buy more servers too, I'd be okay with it. Like, it's, it doesn't seem scummy yet. And they are like, they, they seem to be progressively and actively putting out patches and fixing stuff and adding new things. So it's kind of a, you know, are they doing shit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this thing, they are. Because at the same time, they're working on that zombie DLC yeah. that's going to be free. At least from what I've heard, it's going to be free. It's going to be out for everyone. But they're not going to release that until the original game is completed, according to what they said. So, you know, it's 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 sticky situation. It's kind of weird territory. So, we'll see how it goes. Like I said, personally, I'm not losing my shit if I have, you know, if I want to buy keys, it's fine. It's not affecting my gameplay, other than the fact that I don't look as cool, but hey, that's that, you know? Yeah, and, like, before, like, I don't think they're going to do this, like, the crates aren't out yet. They go out August 3rd. 
which I think is after this podcast airs. Maybe this is how they launch out of early access. I don't think it is, but at the same time, yeah. Don't think so either. Yeah. But yeah, you know, that's that's my opinion on it. Yeah. Moving on from that, uh, you want to do Pokemon Go or um, SNES Classic bullshit first? Let's do the NES Classic first, and then we'll jump into Pokemon. Sure. Um, so, uh, over a couple days ago, I think it may have been a week ago, uh, Walmart opened up SNES Classic pre-orders. Sorry, that was Friday mm-hmm. night of the week before we recorded this, so... I guess technically two weeks, two Fridays ago from when this podcast went up. Yeah. Not last Friday, the one before that, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. Walmart said, hey, you can pre-order a SNES. They have since claimed that was a glitch and have dumped all of the pre-orders out of the system. I think I have successfully hit a wall where I no longer care about owning a SNES classic. Yeah, I... I think I already spoke on my part about it. Like, it's a... Meh. No, mostly because I think I've reached a point where I'm like, can I just buy a key for all of this shit that goes into my Switch? Like, the fact that I can't buy a package of these games for the Switch at this point just straight baffles me. Mm. It's a little Uh, weird. I'll wait for the virtual console, which I know is going to happen. No, that... That's exactly my point. Like, if it was like, hey, the SNES comes with a key to download the stuff to your Switch, I'd be like, okay, maybe this is worth mm. money. I I still want one because I think it looks cute and cool, but at the same time, the amount of effort people are putting into finding it and getting it just seems stupid. And you would think, like, oh, we found a supply of them, but you can only buy them $140 bundles. Mm for the Nintendo Classic. Oh no, they're all gone, like, in minutes. I I get it, they're cool and they're collector's items at this point, but also, like, come on, guys. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> nah, but if you have a Walmart pre-order of a SNES Classic, still, it's gonna get bumped soon. Yeah. Yeah, I... Looking to buying a Switch. All these games are coming to it. I almost guarantee it at this point. Like, what Nintendo should almost do is when they finally get their virtual console up and running, they should offer, like, the classic bundle for 50 bucks. And it's like, hey, it's all the games that are on the Nintendo Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic. Ta-da! And they're going to keep going because, I don't know if you heard, but Nintendo filed a... uh on the N64 controller. Yeah, I... So, guess what's coming next? Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I suspect that will be the last one because the love for the console starts dying down a little bit after that point and the games start getting a hell of a lot bigger. But, <laughs> yeah, no, we... There was no doubt in my mind we were getting a Nintendo 64 Classic. I could not tell you what games would be on that fucker, but, like, 
that's a no-brainer at that point. Like, that's a, no, no, you make the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, the N64, maybe the Virtua Boy, but not really because that's me making up a dumb idea to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, that, those are the three you make. Maybe you make a GameCube, but what you really do is, like, you release one a year, as they've done so far, and then you're like, hey, virtual shop. And that's where the GameCube one goes. Uh, yeah. Well, the only reason they buy it is so you can have another, uh, fucking, what do you call it? You can have another, um, mash machine, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would kill to see, like, the new official device to play Brawl at Evo is the GameCube Classic. No other yep. substitutes. Yep. That'd be- that would amuse <laughs> me in way too many ways. So, I guess that brings us to our last but not least piece of news, which is Pokemon oh, Go Fest. Or, basically, the, what was it, Fire Fest? Of uh, Video Game World? Oh, yeah, the Fire Festival, yes. By, by uh, none other than Ja Rule. Ja Rule, ja. also behind Pokemon Go. Where Fest. is Ja? Oh, I want that to start now for Pokemon Go. Where's Ja? <laughs> exactly. Oh. So I've been kind of partially following this one up. If you somehow missed this one, it's kind of been all over the place. Uh, Niantic hosted a big Pokemon Go event that a, I'm not totally sure what happens at a Pokemon Go event, in all honesty. It kind of strikes me as weird, but that's neither here nor there. That because there were so many people in one location, they couldn't access the game. Yeah. Oh. And it's, it's so good, too, because, like, there is a whole story of how this clusterfuck came to be. Like, so people get there. I, have you heard like read about? I've read enough, the... but it seems you've actually followed this a lot closer than I'm. So I'm only gonna run, I'm gonna let you run with it. Okay. So from what I've read and from what I gathered, I actually had a a friend of mine who I know go oh, through the festival. Oh shit! So I got like firsthand accounts of what happened. So uh, apparently, it was a clusterfuck across the board. He was there for. I want to say he was there for about eight hours. Okay. And out of those eight hours, he was only able to log on and play the game for 20 minutes. So most of the time it was down. And then I guess they had offered Wi-Fi for the event. So it wasn't like it was a phone issue, per se. So even if you didn't want to use your Wi-Fi, you had phone access. So at first, Pokemon or Niantic, Niantic was blaming... Uh, saying they weren't providing enough bandwidth and they got to open up the bandwidth channels so people can get on. Well, it was also affecting people who were on AT&T because they couldn't get on. So, all this not wanting to take any any blame, eventually he was saying, oh, well, the reason reason AT&T can't get on is because there's a lot of sprint players around and the signals conflicts with it. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Always what you want to hear. Yep. So after all this back and forth, uh, I guess they had like 
they had stuff going on where they had presenters and people coming to the stage, and sure. like the audience immediately turned on them. Like it was phenomenal. Like yeah, because the Pokemon Go community has been known for its level-headed, kind of peaceful approach to problems so far. So, uh, what's it called? So between not being able to get on, the crowd turning on the staff, including booing the president of Niantic at some point during the presentation. Yeah. And then they were like, can't, we can't play. We can't play. They uh, they finally got some sort of weird raid up. Because I guess they were having a special event raid at Pokemon Go Fest. And they did. And then they did it. And nothing happened. So people were like, well, we'll you know, they were, they, they were supposed to get a chance to catch an Articuno after that. Kind of thing or some more some weird shit like that. And then they couldn't catch it. So, after all that was said and done, I guess near the end of the event, they're like, fuck it. And they released a Lugia. <laughs> Somebody there to catch. Or for people there to catch. Nice. So, people in droves all of a sudden started losing their shit and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. Point is, it was a clusterfuck. And so, it got to the point where they were going to refund the money, I believe. I thought they were doing that. Yeah, they were refunding money and giving users $100 worth of Pokemon Pokecoins <laughs> in the game. So, well, it's just a clusterfuck from, from beginning to end, dude. Like, it was so great to hear this train wreck because my friend came up from, where did he live? He lives somewhere, I don't know exactly where he lives, but the dude travels. It was held in Chicago, right? Oh, uh, yeah, it was in Chicago. Yeah, like not not a hard city to travel to, but yeah, but he was from out of state. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like people traveled, and I mean, got on planes to fly to this thing and got fucking nothing. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. On paper, I was kind of like, "How the fuck do you have an event for Pokemon Go?" I, when I thought how bad it was, I'm like, oh man, it really is the fire festival of fucking video game conventions right now. Like, I have to special shout out to Ja Rule for giving us such a like a phrase we can use for describing something that was so fucking bad in a convention standpoint. Yeah, that like, yeah, it's almost it, it's almost it, it beats what happened a couple years ago at another convention where they had a ball pit as one of the attractions, but like one of those blow up balloon yeah ball pit things. I forgot what it was. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. No, no, I have no memory of what you're talking about. Oh, hold on. I got to look this up. Uh, All right. DashCon. Okay, go on. So, I guess DashCon was a Tumblr event. It was a, a gathering of... Uh, yeah, it was a, supposed to be a gathering of a convention of people who, who are on Tumblr and all that stuff, right? Different blogs, posts, things of all. People walks of all right. Well, so when they had their whole thing... Turns out the convention was a clusterfuck, and one of their attractions was pretty much this weird ball pit, which I'm, we have to link it at some point, but like, that was part of the attractions. They ended up doing a bunch of cancelizations, and uh, it was a mess. Sounds it. Uh, yeah, there was a misallocation of funds by the organizers, apparently, and some other shit like that. Well, it's the, nothing was wrong with the ball pit, that was just all that showed up. Pretty much, kind of. Thing. <laughs> but like, you can see how fucking bad it looks. Like, yeah, like, it just... doesn't look great. 
It's just, yeah. <laughs> this was a few years ago. <laughs> it was kind of wish they'd brought a ball pit to Pokemon Go Fest. <laughs> oh, it would have been great. But then the oh, one of these was... photos is totally the thumbnail this week. These are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're so just sad, man. Like, oh, these are so good. <laughs> and I don't mean it like it'll totally be a thumbnail like I, you said last week. Yeah. This will totally be. <laughs> and so, uh, apparently, like, they, uh, after the whole thing became a shit show, the organizers try to organize a fundraiser PayPal thing for the event, I think, is what I'm of reading course. here. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah. So, here, here's it. Yeah, it's just, it was a terrible event. And that was, like, the pinnacle of sh of shitty cons. And then here comes Ja Rule, who was like, hey, hold my beer. I got this. You think you outdid you? Nah. I'll yeah. outdo you. <laughs> yes. I, I'm not going to lie. Part of me was kind of surprised with the turnout numbers for it, just based on, I'm like, wow, Pokemon Go is still a thing. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much more to say on that. It felt like reporting on, because we occasionally talk about Pokemon Go shit, and it's like, this is the ultimate Pokemon Go shit. Like, they shit posted themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I suppose uh, that brings us to our main topic this week, which is more just uh, every YouTuber who covers Destiny is out there frantically making videos out of the meager offerings that were the Destiny 2 open and closed beta, I guess for that matter. Me and Alex did go to the farm. We checked that out. We played some beta. We shot some things in the face. We uh, played some Crucible. Sam, Jeff is not here to roll his eyes and go, oh, I don't care. So, we're gonna do what everyone else who plays Destiny out there is doing right now and make wild, crazy-ass guesses and talk about the beta some, because why not? Um, if you do not wish to listen to this, tune in. Please come back next week. We promise there'll be less Destiny talk. There will probably be none, because there's no Destiny to play right now. So, yeah, if, before we get into this, I guess, if you wish to email us, you can talk, contact us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, that's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. When we close out later, I'll do this whole normal spiel, too. Mm -hmm. Alex will come up with some fun way you can get in contact with us to fill Jeff's shoes, or he'll drop the ball. I don't know what. I understand not everyone likes Destiny as much as we do. But, yeah. Destiny 2. Beta. So, yeah. So, I liked the beta. It was very yeah. bare bones, of course. Yes. So it wasn't even much. Like, the download itself was only like 300-something megabytes. Yeah. Even. So it wasn't I, a lot. I love how bare bones that beta was. It was like, hey, here's some things. And I'm like, okay. You know, that's some things. It, it really did feel like a beta and not like a demo. Because most yep. betas nowadays feel like a demo, like, hey, you know, we'd really like you to try it and see if you like it kind of thing. Like, this one just was genuinely like, we're going to run the servers for a while. You can either do a couple of, like, crucibles or one of these strikes. And that's it. Fucking crash those servers. Yep. We dare you. And the servers ran really well. Yeah. 
unless you're on Xbox One, then you had a variety of termite issues. But we're both PS4 players, so yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Nope, that's that's that's, they haven't even announced dates for the PC beta yet, which is why I'm kind of sitting there going, I don't think they're making that end of October release date anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I liked it. I got to play the Crucibles a lot, you know, because there was some gear you could grind out, apparently. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that, but there was, like, different Yeah, there was gear you could three grind. sets and a couple guns. Yeah. So I grinded out a good chunk of the stuff. I leveled up all three classes to uh, to max level. It's the first time I ever maxed out my light on a character. I'm very proud of that. Uh, I, I want to point out to our listeners that all characters started off at what was available of max level. Yeah, but I maxed out all my characters. Yes, all you did that by creating a character. And then I beat the intro level. Good point. Good point. I can't fault you for that. Yeah. So I put in the grind. I put in the work. But I ended up grinding out three max level characters by the end of the beta. That's very impressively done. Very <laughs> impressively done, Alex. I will make a real Destiny player out of you yet. Right? Yeah. Oh. But, um, yeah. So like I said, I, I liked the... Uh, I was a big fan of the crucibles except that man, the bomb one got really fucking it's annoying. that's the new they're pushing kind of for and okay so it's not that i hated the game mode i think it's because i had some really shitty parts yeah so what i was about to say is they've um there were some attempts to kind of esportsify competitive multiplayerify it wasn't totally well done um destiny one crucible like um trials uh, trials of osiris which i don't think you ever did or just trials as it was frequently known i may have gotten the osiris not trials of osiris um uh is brutal and hard and got you access to something called the lighthouse which is a thing not everyone in that game has gotten to see it is locked behind you have to win nine matches in a row and sudden death elimination matches kind of thing. It's it's tough. You can only go into the team, and it's it was the air quotations competitive mode for Destiny 1. When it launched, it was kind of a cool thing, and people that were into it were really fucking into it. And you had streamers doing like, hey, I'll carry you guys through the trials and shit like that. Trial runs became a thing. I, I basically, it was kind of the raid equivalent gear for strict pvp players which did exist mm. that bomb mode feels like hey this is for you trial guys you're gonna have a team of four and you're all gonna play together all the fucking time like it, yeah i definitely had some matches where it was like fucking play the objectives guys fucking play the goddamn objective please stop trying to deathmatch this and yes you could succeed by deathmatching it but you know, if you went up against a team that was using combined fire, you would get wrecked every single goddamn time. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, the multiplayer definitely seems to overall have a new emphasis on fucking stay together as a team. Because the matches I was capable of lone wolfing it were the ones where I'm like, oh, you guys fucking suck at Crucible and or don't play, haven't played Destiny in like two years. Let's wreck. <laughs> Yeah, the crucibles weren't bad, and it was nice because you got a good chance to kind of demo yeah. all the classes. Because like the uh, the actual what do you call them? The I want to call them specs, but 
but obviously it's between like if, 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 the like if I'm a classes. Well, no, well classes would be like hunter, titan. No, or, um, I'm referring to their specialization. Yeah, I think those are classes too, technically. Um, like the Sun Stalker subclasses, maybe. I guess subclass. Yeah, that would be it. But yeah, so um, I uh, I, I I like that one. Like, I like the fact that you could test out all of them, and they already had all the features unlocked. Uh no, they did not. Well, what was available? There were some good basics, like the jumping. It, yes, the they unlocked changes. enough. That you could. Yeah, they had enough unlocked. You could play around with it. Yes. Yeah. Or the, uh, like, for example, for the hunter, you can have you had two options for your double tap circle. Yeah. The instant reload or the uh, instant melee refresh. Yeah. So, yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, like I say, I got a good chance to play around with it, and uh, oh man, I don't know if I'm gonna go warlock next time around. Yeah, I, I initially was like, man, I'm gonna go fucking hunter, like a. The Titan Master Race is over, and mm. then I figured out that it was like, wait, 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 I can still bubble as a defender? Well, it's Sentinel now. Shut up. I can still bubble as a defender? Well, yeah, okay. if you just hold down your super move as opposed to tapping it, you pop a bubble. Oh. And so I figured that out, and I'm like, I have to fucking test this out and see if it's Word of Dawn still. I'm like, they can't have taken that out of the game. That was like an in, that was a thing that made being a titan cool, and what they did is they now like, and I suspect there's more of this going on than maybe people have realized. I personally think all of the subclasses now have variants. We don't because it, it was buried pretty hard on the on the sentinel. Like you had to go and specifically look around and stuff to see the fact that's like, hey, instead of tapping it, hold R one and L one, and you'll pop a word of dawn. I'm like, wait, 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 so conceivably you'll have defender builds now that are built around doing shield bashing or built around word of dawning but you now suddenly have a super versatile super where it can be used as a wreck stuff or as a hey we need that shield now and i really hope they do that to all the classes in some way or another like a, a like it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, so imagine like the Warlock Dawnbringer replaced the um, Fire Singer. Where it's like, oh, you have self-res, which is what everyone ran. Uh, imagine if it's like, okay, you have self-res or you have the crazy fire move. And the self-res is just, hey, you're back to life now. No super after that. Suddenly it becomes a, and it's not a, it's, it's not a one or the other. It's a, okay, what do I need right now? What do we need? Like, so like, I can use my super more frequently because we don't need a word of dawn, but we do need someone to bash shit in the face. Okay, cool. I'll pop that. Oh shit, we're all like dead. I'm gonna go pop my word of dawn on top of that guy's corpse so I can revive him. Mm. Yeah, no, like the little extra special moves they added were really yeah. fucking cool. No, and so, it. I, I I loved how like the different special moves made the classes really feel different. Like the warlock one's kind of weird, but like hunters kind of finally feel correct uh, i actually really like the warlock one by the way the warlock one was really impressive i don't know if you noticed but it had two things it could do yeah it could be healing or it could be the buff i the damage goes. yeah at, at as a as a um titan player i look at that and go oh you took something away from me as a defender titan 
La-dee-da, Warlock. Yeah. But it was interesting because now the Warlock can essentially sit there and kind of semi-tank yeah. someone in the fight, and you're going to outlive them. Yeah. Kind of as long as you have the right spec going, but yeah. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. You could do it for both. The two subclasses I had both had the heal. No, no. I mean, I mean you have to have it set to healing, though. Yeah, the, well, you can set it to healing for both. Like, yeah, no. The, I mean, you have to have it set to healing to do the tank. Yeah, like well, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But yeah, so, like, I thought that was kind of cool. Although, like, the only thing I don't like about it, like, there are certain features that really make it work. Um, so it doesn't work is in a game that's really mobile, like, where you got to move around a lot. I don't see it really doing well, like, in a fight. Like too much, unless um, you're like it doesn't like it didn't work for the bomb one, like for the bomb plant. It worked a lot better when you were capturing uh, the points. Sure, and like that can also be said then for Word of Dawn. Like, what are you gonna do? Put a bubble up around uh, objective? No, you're gonna pop that on a platform that you're trying to capture, and you're gonna hunker down in that, and people are gonna be like, "Oh shit, I can't damage him." Guess I gotta rush him. Hope he doesn't have a shotgun. Yeah, but see, you can force a fight like that. The the healing, you can either still attack from far away or come up close and hope they don't have a shotgun. Yeah. Like, it, it, there's, it doesn't really necessarily change it. It just kind of, it modifies it slightly. That, it, I mean, since the shield can let out negate any damage, that's the game changer. No, and at that point, we're talking about a full-blown super as opposed to the special move. Like, to yeah, put in perspective... True. The Titan special move is, hey, I summoned a wall. Yeah, and but, admittedly, I fucking love that like knee-high wall that puts you into a cover, puts you into a cover shooter all of a sudden. I think that thing is fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely. But, because not only that, it it uh, depending on the spec into it, every time you drop back down to hide, you it reloads instantly you. reload. Yeah. So what I think you probably do, and this is gonna sound real strange, like the ultimate raid scenario in some ways is like. You pop that healing thing, the Titan pops that little barrier wall, uh-huh. and then you all like hunker down behind it and shoot at the target while doing <laughs> Just that. Just whack a mole? Yeah. In and out to reload? <laughs> yeah. Like, that would kind of work. But so that's, I think, what you're going to wind up seeing in the long run because the other version of the Titan wall is you just summon a big ass wall, which is great for defending yourself. But like that little wall, I was playing with it in multiplayer. And there were some times where people, like, they'd, they'd be running at me, I'd pop the wall, and I'd duck down behind it, I'd, I would just have that Gatling gun thing because I was playing a Titan, and I would just mm. let into them pop back up, let into them. It was like, it was this moment of, did you guys not read what the flavor text was for this ability? Like, there's some weird-ass stuff about this move, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, you know, it's pretty fucking awesome, too. Yeah. And Especially... Also... No, and someone at one point did the hey, I'm going to put the health thing behind you and you're doing the reload thing on the wall. And I'm like, well, this is going to be interesting to see what happens. And it was just me picking off people. that's like, I'm going to charge the guy in the barricade. I'm like, you poor son of a bitch. Yep. I got a damage buff right now. Yep. So, it's, uh, it's fun. The Hunter, I really felt, was obviously the most mobile of the bunch. And it's always but... been, it's always supposed to have been. Like, there was a movement at one point of, like, hey, could we get some, like, Titanfall 2-style wall running for it or something? Mm. Which I think might have gone too much, but, like, it finally feels agile to me. Yeah, especially when you unlock, when you have your super for the Arc Saber. Yeah. That was fucking cool. Well, I, the Arc Saber plays really well. The Sun version of it on the Warlock 
felt clunky. The sword thing? Yeah, they're clunky. different. Um, the Arc Strider ability is very much like we're going to smash things. Did you catch the fact that you could throw, like, a D.O.T. with the sword? Oh, a dodge? Yeah. No. Oh, so you may not have figured this out. All of the supers have move sets. So, like, um, R2 was throw, like, a grenade ball of hatred that consumed more energy than the normal sword swing did. Uh-huh. And, like, normal R1 with the super active for Dawn, Bl- for Dawn Blade just, like, threw that wave of fire. You could throw a wave of fire that then made a um, AoE. You could like hit things and they'd explode. Like for instance, the Arc Strider, like it's um, it had combos. Like it was um, three R ones in a row was kind of a basic string. It had a popper. Like you could knock people airborne with it. Huh. Like and then the Titan Sentinel one had um, R like it had basic bash and then it had Captain America. You could do Captain America once, which was the sword, which is the shield throw. And like in the spec, you could see get a second shield throw. So, like, there's moves, and, like, the Titan one's different because it's, like, hold L1, I want to say, or um, L2, mm. and you pop a shield. Like, it's, um, you never ran Vault of Glass, but there's a thing called the Relic in there that super is the Relic's mechanics, and I'm playing with it going, okay, this is interesting, because, like, there's, it's not just one move set anymore, there's stuff. Mm. Like, the, like, in some weird way, the boringest ones at that point, uh, that point are, um, the Voidwalker one, which is just the giant ball of hatred, and the Gunslinger one, which is like, hey, you have a six-shot super revolver now. But I actually like the the Void Heatwalker's Death Ball of Death because it was it like tracked super good. Huh? Did you get to track someone around a corner? Yeah. So it just follows a player. You can also yeah. shoot it and detonate it early. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool, but it was nice, like initiating a fight where it's like okay here's my death ball the rest of the team would come in so they got to worry about the death ball plus the teammates good yeah. times now like it, it supers have more layers to them this time around which i thought was really cool like and it wasn't stuff they said flat out like you could see it in the text in the like, in the move set where like hey i'm gonna actually read some of this skill tree stuff oh i didn't know like going back to the word of dawn thing i don't think a lot of people understood you could pop the traditional Destiny 1 bubble in that game. Like, there was a Crucible match, I popped that thing down, and, like, the entire enemy team just lit up my bubble, and I'm like, did you not play Destiny 1? Do you not know what I just did? You poor fools. Yeah. And they charged me, and I'm like, oh, you made a mistake. (laughs) Shotgun time. And it was just this great moment of, like, I've never played this well in the normal game ever. Yeah, I think it's just people assumed it wasn't in the game anymore, and each of those supers has some stuff going on. Like, there's a couple tweaks going on. They kind of fucked up the Striker Titan, where you can no longer shoulder dash whenever you want. It consumes your melee charge. But they now have it, so it's like, no, if you melee kill something, you start health regen immediately, guaranteed. So it's like, wait, okay, so if you had a build that's like, hey, we're going to give you a shit ton of melee regen... You could just be, like, fucking punching your way through an enemy army, which is dumb. Or, like, the um, hunter-roll-melee combo you could do was really fun to pull off in Crucible. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, like, um, the thing I started doing was I'd do the hand cannon where, like, I'd roll around a corner, punch someone, roll back, because if you, like, maybe it was, like, it was punch, roll away, because that recharged your melee. 
get a couple shots off, then punch the guy again, which then recharged your roll instantaneously. It's like, that is super stylish. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said last week, it feels like better destiny, and it it feels like better destiny. That's what it is, as best I can tell. Like It's like, hey, we fixed some shit mm. and improved some stuff, and you're not going to like all of our changes, but as someone who's like, man, I fucking love the Defender Titan, except for the fact it's super is kind of limited. Hey, it's got two modes now. Ooh. <laughs> I like what you did there, Bungie. Yeah, I, I have to say, overall, my impression for the beta was, was really, really positive. Regardless of some of the shitty teams I had. And I say that yeah. I wasn't fucking up, but at least like I wasn't rage quitting halfway through, or after like the first round. Like We had guys yeah. who were leaving the game. Like That really annoyed the shit out of me. So. Yeah. But overall, I can't blame the community for it. The game itself was solid. I like Yeah. From what I saw, I really like it. We've been kind of a little too positive now. Um some of the negative things that kind of irked me more, I don't like the fact that shotguns and sniper rifles are heavy weapons. <laughs> Specifically, I really don't like the fact that shotguns are heavy weapons. I fucking love shotguns in that game, so the idea of using one less, I don't like. I think that's a real weird choice. I think it's a real bad choice, too, for that matter. Fusion rifles, I like that they're a heavy weapon because now they feel appropriately one-hit killy. Uh. It's like, hey, you charge it up. Insta-kill. Cool. That, there's something I... As someone whose favorite gun from Destiny 1 is the um, Chaperone, which was a shotgun that you could crit heads with, uh. it kind of sucks that I can't do that anymore with any frequency. And... They've announced, like, hey, we're totally buffing the heavy ammo drops and shit like that, and shotguns feel great. They feel powerful as all fuck, but I'm like, I I'd rather this feel less powerful, but be able to use it way more frequently. Like, I don't need an eight-round, like, elephant killer. I'd be more than happy with some, like, flipcock six-round, hey, you gotta hit those headshots, or this thing kind of fucking sucks version of a shotgun. Mm -hmm. And they may be adding that. Like, it, it kind of feels they left themselves a window. Like, they had um, Universal Remote in Destiny 1 where it's like, hey, it's a shotgun. Okay, that goes in your primary slot. I, I feel like we might get some of that in Destiny 2. Yeah. Just to kind of... It's like, hey, it's the shotgun you use if you really like shotguns. Cool. But I don't know. Like, I... Did you follow the whole turbine controversy? No. Uh, so how many times did you die against the turbine that was in the quest mission? Oh, uh, once. And I couldn't figure out, I, initially I wasn't too sure, but I figured out you can just jump down and do it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were like, ah, oh, it's fucking broken, etc., etc. I never died against it, so the number of people that are out there saying it's the hardest boss in Destiny. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's turbine. I tried shooting the thing in the center and that didn't work, so I'm like, okay, what in the room should I shoot then? Oh, I bet it's those giant gear-ass-looking fuckers down there. Uh-huh. And then you have Luke Smith out there saying, hey, um, there's now only one turbine in the room. And I'm like, oh, that makes that way easier to deal with. Not that it was that hard. I, I guess, like, a bunch of stuff came out that was like, yeah, this is like a four- or five-month-old build of Destiny 2. And they're like, yeah, so a bunch of the things you guys have been complaining about, we totally already fixed. <laughs> this is just a stable version we had at one point. Like, you had Luke Smith out there saying, I was kind of surprised this was the version. Why? We haven't had that turbine in there for a long time. There's only one of the spinning things that killed you, not two. And it's a, that makes that way easier. 
it's nice when someone gets out there and says, yeah, you were playing an old build. The new one totally fixes most of the issues you guys have. Yeah, that's kind of nice. You know, the, Makes it feel like an actual beta then, too. Yeah. You know, it, it could be like another game that it has a beta and everyone's very disappointed in right now. Which one? Oh, Mars Capcom Infinite. Yeah. That's fair. I was gonna say, are, are people that mad about the player about the battle about the player unknown battleground stuff? Like, yeah. they don't seem I've, that pissed. I actually haven't seen. One. Yeah, except for the hey, you can buy shit now. But uh, yeah, so like the uh, the big event they had in the beta was they had the farm, and the farm is, I'm assuming, the replacement for the tower until we get back to the tower. So yeah, I. It's cool. That game feels bigger and. No better example of that is there than the farm, where it's like, there was woods, there was a dock, there was more shit in that one little segment than in, like, entire worlds in Destiny 1. Mm. It's it's all crammed together, but look at all the shit that's here, it's like, yeah, there's some cool set dressing going on here. Have you been following the IGN kind of slow bleed of information that's been coming out? No. Uh, they've been putting some teaser stuff out there. They showed off a new, like, freeze ray gun today that you get after your pre-order. Um, they kind of did a preview of here's how the open world stuff works. Uh, some of the revamps, they're talking about how, like, um, public events now have heroic modes where you can trigger them if you do special stuff. Seem real cool. Like, it's... I, I Like, I think I said, the, the, the best way of describing what the best need to date a beta for me was was intriguing. Yeah. Like, it, it left you going, what the fuck is this game again? Yeah. And, like, also, I, I'm, 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 I want to find out what happens after I, after I get kicked off the plane. Like, literally. Kicked yeah. off the plane. <laughs> yeah, you, you get sparted. Yep. So, I look forward to it. Yeah. I Ready for some wild guesses about things they'll change between now and then, and... Yeah. All right, so you're ready to channel your inner Destiny YouTuber, Twitch streamer, yes. reporter, I guess, and make up some hype and or list off some things you'd love to see change from the beta to the final product? Yes. I, my, my obvious one is I want fucking shotguns as secondary weapons. Huh. This game is fucking trash and garbage if I have to put a heavy weapon and a shotgun in the same slot. I want to be able to go pulse rifle, shotgun, sword. And there'll be axes this time around. Let me axe you some. Because that's what okay. I'm going to say when I have a hunter with an axe. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Every time I get a melee kill. So. Um, Excuse you. Let's see. Between your crazy idea, I would love to see them do some sort of like, I guess, uh, special where you just have unlimited ammo for a certain amount of time and yeah. you fucking go to town. Like That'd I can go cool. see a Titan do that. Like especially with the uh yeah. the machine gun thing that they had, the little Gatling gun. Yeah. Like not Nothing just kind of already had that, but Yeah, but like a little or something along the lines where you're just like going to town infinite ammo for a few seconds kind of thing. I it would be kind of cool if there was an exotic in that game where it's like, no no, you just consume all of the ammo. You never have to reload. Yeah. That'd actually be a cool version of that exotic. Like, make it so it no longer has reloads, just make it so it's like, no, no, it's got to spin up, 
and it's just got one giant mag, and when you're out, you are fucking out. Or you can do something really interesting with it and make it so that it no longer uses standard ammo. It just consumes all the ammo you have for all your weapons. That'd be cool. Like, it's an exotic that just does that. I I always thought it'd be kind of cool if there was a weapon in that game that was like it took up your primary and your secondary slot where it's like press triangle to change mode on it or something where it's like, hey, it's a battle rifle that in primary mode is like a um, scout rifle uh-huh. and then you can swap to like a low zoom sniper rifle thing. But it's like, no, no, it now hits like a sniper rifle and it's got that level of precision. And you can do those crazy one hit headshot kills, but it's the same gun with like a, it was just like turn the scope sideways or something. I, I yeah, I always thought that'd be kind of cool to have a multifunction gun. Yeah. Or like an axe that's got a gun on the front of it and like, I don't know. Yeah, like I think uh, I think that would be pretty like, that would be pretty cool. Something like, some yeah. weird exotic like that. Yeah, I, I would love to see exotics get weirder. I guess some exotics in Destiny 1 were a little tame for my taste. I'd love to see some just like, why the fuck would you do that? And to be fair, they, like, the three exotics they showed off in the beta were already like, well, that's just dumb and awesome. Hey, there's this Gatling gun. That's stupid. And and nothing. It's kind of cool, too. <laughs> yeah, that would be a fun exotic to do. Something fucking loony like that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't object if the third subclass was available from the start. Like, so if Titans got Hammer Bro right from the beginning, if um Warlocks got Palpatine and... Hunters got Robin Hood right from the right from the get go. Whatever the new versions of those wind up being, yeah. I, I also wouldn't mind if the way that game works is, hey, you play the you play the opening mission. Whatever class you pick to play that in is the first one you get unlocked. So you can pick which of the three you want to start off with. Okay, so kind of like instead of having you switch halfway through, you have one you're dedicated to until it's finished, and then you can switch it up. Yeah, or just like. It's weird, like, as a Titan player in Destiny 1, Striker is fun, but it's nowhere near as good in a variety of ways as Defender is. And, like, a lot of the stuff Defender does would have been super useful in the early game. That By the time you get it, it's like, yeah, I have this. I have more health, better armor, and better guns, and, like, now I care about Crucible and stuff. Like, let me pick which one I want to start off with, like, and then maybe lock the other ones away temporarily so I have to get back to them. But like, I, I really want to play a Sentinel on a Titan. That class seems super cool. I don't want to have to go through the Striker tree to get to my Defender tree. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Or just have all three available at the start. So it's like, pick whichever fucking ones you want. We're not going to stop you. Go nuts. That'd well, be- you saw, you saw there's like an upgrade item now to unlock abilities, right? It, no, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, when you scroll over, it's like requires one upgrade ability or something or unlock um, item. So like, they've obviously changed how leveling up works too, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy predictions. Um, I want two person vehicles I can summon. Two person vehicles, that'd be cool. Or multi person vehicles. To, to put it in, like, Halo references, I want to be able to swap my Sparrow with a Warthog or something. Crazy prediction? A space crucible with gravity fucking with you. Yeah, I, there, was a cruci- there was a crucible map like that in... Is that Taken King? Or... 
they added a map to Destiny 1 that had low gravity, so, like, it didn't affect you as a player, but, like, if you killed someone, their body would float off, and, like, you could knock set dressing around. Some weird low-gravity shit would be kind of cool. Mm. Or some weird, like, special gravity shit would be kind of cool. Yeah. That'd be nifty. Yeah. I wouldn't object to another weapon class we haven't seen yet, or a couple, like, a couple... I, I still don't get why there isn't a flamethrower in Destiny. Or something equivalent of a flamethrower. Huh. Like, I, they kind of added it with swords and the um, grenade launcher now, where it's like, okay, we have heavy weapons to fight bosses, we have heavy weapons to kind of use in Crucible. Where's the heavy weapon for, like, ad clearing? Like, because a bunch of those raids feature, like, ad waves, where it's like, no, no, you kind of want something for that, where it's like, okay, it's kind of your supers, but also at the same time, like, just a straight Gatling gun would be kind of cool, or a straight flamethrower, where it's like, no, no, it doesn't do a ton of damage, it just does a lot of damage very quickly. Yeah. Each individual shot sucks, but if you're fighting, like, a hundred dudes at once, you kind of want this. Yeah. I, I would agree. I'm just... What else would they... What else could we possibly uh, get as a gun class? Like, I mean... Uh, so the, um, the pre-order gun they just announced is called, like, the freeze beam or something, uh -huh. and it's, like, a straight, like, laser weapon. Like, it just shoots a continuous beam, which is kind of the, why isn't there fucking, um, flamethrowers in the game? And you had, I'm blanking on the name, um, uh, the, basically the Spartan laser in Destiny 1 you had to go through a quest to get that was like, hey, it's a shit ton of damage in one shot. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't mind some continuous ones, um... They made sidearms the main arm weapon, some kind of cool the fact that you can now be like I use I use handguns. It feels like there should be another kind of base weapon type though, and I'm not sure what it would be. I mean we already have let's see, pulse rifles, automatic rifles, the Scout side, rifles, yeah, sidearms, side sidearms, hand cannons, hand cannons, submachine gun. Yeah, the the um the submachine gun. Yeah. I, I didn't see a single um, LMG in the entire beta. I hope they're still in the game, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. But that would be either, you know, one of those special weapons. Or... That'd be an exotic. That, yeah, that'd be a heavy. Yeah. You're right, though. I just noticed, yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, I I hope those are back. Those were fun. Um, There was some weird armor customization stuff. I'm kind of hoping that means they'll bring ornaments over in a real way and not just a hey, here's a cool effect you can unlock on that specific armor stuff. Like, mm -hmm. the fact it appears you can shade individual armors differently yeah. is fucking cool as hell. I want to go one step further and be like, I want skull paint on this shoulder. Oh, add decals, if you will? Yeah, or something like that where it's like, okay, add a fucking skull. Like, it's like I have the skull ornament, mm -hmm. and depending on what you apply it to it, it kind of it shows up differently. I think that'd be super cool, and they kind of seem to have something that implies that. Mm. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. To have something like that where you can do decals, a little more customization and whatnot. Yeah. I do like, though, your... that it looks like once you learn a like a color combination, you keep it instead of having to go and equip it. Like, it becomes, you know, something you can just use at will. Sure. That's pretty nifty. Um, I did like that feature was pretty cool. Um, what else was there? I'm trying to remember the beta itself. I, I, I do like all the different jump methods you have now, which is kind of nice. I don't know if... I don't yeah. know, I didn't play too far into it, but there's some pretty cool jump features and whatnot. Like, I know the Warlocks have that teleporting jump, 
Hunters cool. used to have that too. Um, I think Hunters are pretty pissed they lost that. Uh, on one hand, I want the old Titan joke of um, Titans don't blink, that's why we're the best in the game, to continue. But I fucking want a subclass to get blink for Titans, just to have teleporting dudes. Oh, yeah. Um, Other than that, yeah. I wouldn't mind a third option for your class ability. A third option? It feels like there should be a third version of what that class ability is. And I don't know what that would be, but it feels like there should be a third version because there are three classes. And a little more variety on how those work would be kind of cool. Like, if it was... Instead of having a roll, you then have blink for the arc strider. I think that'd be a kind of cool option where it's like, no, no, you can now teleport jump. Huh. And like for the Titan, it's like, okay, instead of a wall that reloads you or a wall that stops projectiles, you put like a blind wall down where anything that walks through it gets blinded automatically. Hmm. Oh, in the crazy category, Helm of Saint 14 had better fucking come forward to Destiny 2. The best Titan helm in the game needs to return because <laughs> there's fucking Word of Dawn, uh, Word of Dawn, which means we want that ability back. Make us raid viable, please. <laughs> the only headdress a Titan ever needs. Mm. Word of Saint uh, Helm of Saint Fourteen. Yeah, I. Exotics feeling super exotic would be super cool. Just really press the design on them. I mean, there's still plenty of stuff for it to happen. Right now, I just kind of, for what they've showed off so far, yeah, it feels good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping that those new explorable zones are just fucking huge. But I don't know. We're not capable of going as crazy this time around because we're not trying to incite crazy ideas and get people hyped because that stuff pisses me off. And I know enough about Destiny 1 where I'm like, yeah, ty- the knives are ornamental. Don't think just because the knives are shit on the belts means that every class can have a knife now. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I'm glad Titans get fur trim again, though, on their helm, all the chest pieces. That's I, a nice I return. I saw that. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> there was, I think it was the first piece of DLC added um, fur trim to the Titan armor, and it was like, Fucking finally. Mm. Look at this luxurious pelt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind a new player race. Well, you couldn't Maybe, even use it in this mode. Just like- yeah, they just kind of assigned it to you, which sucked a little bit, but wasn't totally surprising. Mm. I don't know. I... I'd like. I, please don't make the Awoken suck again. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Awoken back. Actually, the Reef was one of my favorite parts of Destiny One. I hope that's back. I hope that's another public space. That was kind of cool. Mm. That was a big deal in that open. That would be cool to have back. I, I know. I think the first piece of DLC is Osiris stuff, so that might tie in there. That'd be pretty neat. Um. Maybe have me be able to pick up enemy weapons more frequently because that was always fun in Destiny One. Mm. But yeah, I think we're just rambling at this point. You want to close this one out? Sure. Yeah, I'll close it out. Um, uh, so before we do that, though, um, 
you can reach us uh, if you want to send it up. Uh, we have no listener mail this week, and if we even if we do, we probably save it for next week. If you want to reach us, how do you do that, Alex? Go ahead and type your message, uh, following all rules of grammar and punctuation. And uh, we are very stringent supporters of the Oxford comma. So if you choose to write to us and do not include the Oxford comma when it formally or when it grammatically makes sense, we will just trash your letter. Um, once you we will compiled, burn that shit to the ground. <laughs> once you have compiled your letter, uh, you will throw it away because that's not how email fucking works. You can just email us instead at where, Charlie? WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. What's that email again? Oh, WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. Spelled as it sounds, down in the show notes, etc., etc. We love getting your emails. Yes. And of read course, them on the podcast. If you'd like to send any well wishes regarding uh, Jeff, who is no longer with us this week. This week. <laughs> This week, uh, you can go ahead and do so. He is sorely missed, but yeah, we'll see him next week. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I actually don't know what's up with him this week, so I don't know where he is. Oh, okay. We just kind of canceled initially because I'm like, I don't think I can do this, and then I'm like, oh, I can do this actually. We, maybe yeah, Jeff already canceled, tapped out, so I'm not gonna bug him about it. Maybe he's in hiding because of uh. <laughs> no, don't even make that joke. I, it was weird enough editing that podcast last week and being like, man, we're talking like Linkin Park is alive and well, and this will go up way after Linkin Park is no longer alive and well. Jeff may be a death god. Yeah, Jeff is probably a death god. That's why he's so pale. <laughs> but, um, yeah, hopefully my life slows down enough. We'll start recording some new stuff again. There'll be some stuff up. Uh, Apparently, look forward to that dad simulate dating simulator because Dream Daddy. We're doing that now. Apparently, I've said it out loud, which means we're going to do it. Yep, um, it's in the ether now. Yep. If you want to check, if if you want to hang with us in Destiny Two when it comes out, find the Wicked Few. It's our clan. There are not a lot of people in it, but it will become active because I made a Discord for it. I need to post that up for it and all that fun jazz. So yeah, That's what we should um, do. We should start inviting people to the Discord. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. That'd be a smart thing to do. Yeah. I, <laughs> we'll talk. There's plenty of yeah. admin stuff and setting up we could do then. Yeah. <laughs> Only there was someone who like had experience with that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, between now and then we'll get some shit set up and stuff, so yeah, party. Cool. Uh, but... You got anything intelligent to say? You've got your streaming stuff going on, obviously, unless your sickness that afflicts you kills you. Uh, or yeah. Jeff does. I stream throughout the week on and off. I don't have a set schedule. The only set day I have right now is like Monday, Tuesdays is when I usually stream. Uh, Wednesdays, they're kind of hit or miss. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Sometimes Saturdays when the girlfriend's at work. Sure. I don't. I, as much as she tells me she's okay with it, I don't like to stream too long when she's home because it takes away time from us spending time together. And so, you know. You know what you should do? Mm. You should stream all three Mass Effect games across the span of three weekends. If your relationship survives that, it's meant to be. <laughs> if she fucking dumps your ass for being an idiot, well, you deserved it. You know what? Touche. I... I, I... 
I, I like I, I was wondering where you were gonna go with that. I'm like, why Mass Effect? I'm like, oh god. You should stream three fifteen hour plus games in three weekends, thus sacrificing your entire weekend to streaming and maybe a little bit of your health and or sanity. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. If you're curious what I'm talking about, go check out the Mass Effect streams I did a couple of months back. I go crazy at the end of the Mass Effect 2 one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'll do that, but I'm, I'm definitely going to be doing another 24-hour marathon sometime soon. We should be more organized about that at this point. Also, as of right now, obviously Blood Drunk is not happening in July. It will happen in August. I apologize. Time got away from us. Schedules <laughs> didn't quite line up. Blood Drunk will happen. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. Why? Because the blood, the blood sustains us. us. The blood sustains us. And our hands are painted red. Our hands are painted red. You want to take us out this week, Alex? Uh, I took us out last week. Fair enough. Cue the metal. Yeah.